0: minister here at Calvary, and for me, uh, when uh, I was a child, uh, Christmas began uh, late one night or early one morning uh, when I was loaded into a vehicle with a bunch of other stuff and two sisters uh, because I understood Christmas is starting uh, when we headed off to Louisiana and my parents understood that sleeping children do not argue. Uh, For many of us, uh, Christmas and thinking about Christmas is a time of journeying as we, whether that's mentally or spiritually or even physically, uh, prepare for Christmas Day, uh, whether that's traveling or through Advent, uh, journeying to uh, Christmas Day. And likewise, Scripture is full of stories about journeys. Uh, Today we're reflecting on uh, the birth narrative and the stories that we find of journeys there. Uh, we often think about the ju- some of the common journeys, but one of the stories about journeys that I've never thought about before are was the journeys of those of the angels who appeared suddenly from the heavenly realm to the earthly realm. What a journey! Can you imagine that? to come from the heavenly realm to proclaim before men, praising God, saying that do not be afraid. I bring good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace, goodwill to men. And then the shepherds journeying hurriedly, they take great hurry after the angel's words. Shepherds don't hurry, they herd sheep. Sheep don't move quickly, I don't think. And then the shepherds hurry off to Bethlehem to hear to see this baby, to see this savior. And after seeing him, the shepherds tell everyone, praising God, and everyone is amazed. What great stories of journeys. And here today, we have so many stories of journeys and ways in which God has shown up and been present in each one of our journeys. And today we worship and we celebrate a God who's present Here, for Christmas, through Jesus' birth, and a God who is present in each of our lives and each of our journeys. Amen.
1: Emmanuel, we gather here this morning because you have freed us. You have indeed freed us from the heavy chains of our sin, yet we still dwell in a world of sorrow and suffering. And so this morning as we sing these songs, as we read these texts, and as we listen to your word proclaimed, come to us again and empower us to be heralds of your good news for a world that lives in darkness may we make the mountains low may we make the rough places smooth may we make the pathway straight so that all of your creation may follow the road that leads to your peace come lord jesus come amen
2: Our scripture is filled with stories about people who have followed God down many different roads, although their journeys have rarely taken them in the directions they had expected.
3: The Gospel of Luke tells us, in that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified.
6: Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors.
0: The shepherds received good news of great joy that night as they were following their sheep through the fields. Isn't it interesting that this is where God chose to appear to them, in the middle of a field? Unexpected joy came to them in the midst of their ordinary journey that they made day after day, night after night.
3: How can we experience unexpected joy as we journey together this Advent season, as we keep watch over the people and places and purposes that God has entrusted to us? How might we, like the shepherds, find joy breaking into our everyday lives?
1: Pray with me. God of great joy, help us to experience the depth of the joy you bring us, even in the ordinary events of life, even as we wait for you to come. Amen.
8: this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger.
7: And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory Glory to God God in the highest heaven, heaven,
9: and on on earth
7: earth, peace peace among among those whom whom he favors. favors.
8: When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place which the Lord has made known to us.
7: So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger.
8: When they saw this, they made known what had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds have told them.
7: But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them.
8: This is the word of the Lord.
7: Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
10: A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah.
5: Upon your walls, O Jerusalem, I have posted sentinels all day and all night. They shall never be silent. You
10: who remind the Lord, take no rest, and give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes it renowned throughout the earth.
5: The Lord has sworn by His right hand and His mighty arm,
10: I will not again give your grain to be food for your enemies, and foreigners shall not drink the
5: wine for which you have labored. But those who garner it shall eat it, and praise the Lord, and those who gather it shall drink it in my holy courts. Go through, go through the gates, prepare the way for the people.
10: Build up, build up the highway, clear it of stones, lift an ensign
5: over the peoples. The Lord has proclaimed to the end of the earth, Say to daughter Zion, See, your salvation comes. His reward
10: is with him and his recompense before him.
5: They shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And
10: you shall be called sought out, a city not forsaken.
5: A reading from the Epistle to Titus.
10: But when the goodness and loving-kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we had done, but according to His mercy, through the water of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit.
5: This Spirit He poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that, having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life.
10: This is the word of the Lord.
5: Thanks Thanks be to God.
2: Pray with me. O God, You desire truth in our inner being and teach us wisdom in the secret heart. And as You do this day, help us to be open again to seeing the depth of Your call upon our lives. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. A pastoral poem for you. There was a sign, the angel said. There was a new human being, a baby wrapped up tight and lying in an old manger. This was the good news shared from on high. The heavens cracked open for a moment and great joy for all people spilled into the world. Heaven's joy was to be our joy. It was here and now in David's town, local, the holy being held. God was among us and with us. There had been the created and the uncreated, or at least that's how we saw it. The finite was here and the infinite was there there as far as we could tell the human was at hand and the holy beyond reach way way up there or, or way way in there in that inner templed sanctum there was the temple the phanum and all that was sacred and the profanum the profane and all that was everyday the two were separate. Shepherds abided in the fields and saviors some place beyond us, separate from us. Or so we thought. And so we think and most often have lived, believing that the material and the spiritual don't cohabitate. That the natural is one realm and the supernatural another. We divvy up reality, holy and human and blessed and cursed and out here and in there and up there and down here. The ancients did that. Their prayers needed to rise, remember, like incense. Now we frail creatures of dust and modernity. We pray to the man upstairs. We draw evangelistic illustrations of gulfs that must be spanned and speak of needing to get close to God again. And so in our mind's eye, heaven and earth are separate, and so are we as far as we have eyes to see. It's a dual existence that we've imagined and from which we've lived. Ignoring the material. Suspecting what is flesh. Assuming it's the problem, even. That's the way we live. Dismissing and using and abusing the creation. Behaving as if we don't belong to one another. Not seeing that everything impacts everything. And tragically envisioning God's redemptive work as a way out. Salvation is preached as a private, personal thing. A singular soul salvation. An evacuation plan from this fallen world which is a belittling of Bethlehem, a shrinking of a Savior in His salvation, not seeing that God is being revealed in fullness in a glorious fulfillment of all things, in that night made known in the Christ child, we have made too little of the manger, made known that night. Some seeing it primarily as a prerequisite for Good Friday. That's too small a frame for the large thing taking place in David's little town. In our unsanctified imagination, we envision a God growing weary century after century until finally, in great, godly, parental frustration, God cries out, don't make me come down there and save you. No. 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 A thousand biblical times, no. In the fullness of time, In the kairos, the true light who enlightens all says John came into the world. God was in Christ reconciling the world. The Christ, the one whom Paul preaches, is above all and in all and through all the infinite eternal word. The essential one, the one in whom we live and move and have our being, was in Mary's arms that night. But also in the shepherds' hearts. The Christ is all in all as Colossians poetry captures it. All in all, it's so hard to imagine, to perceive and believe burdened and blinded here below as we can be, the Christ is in that manger, wrapped and nestled, cooing and being fed, so we can see the human and the holy commingled in that hay, and we can know them to be commingled then there and everywhere. This is our good news. This is our saving grace and good news. The oneness revealed and for which Jesus prays. Let them be in me as I am in you. They in me and I in them. This is our aim and our end. It is the hope of heaven. Christ in you is the hope of glory. That we all awaken to it that we see it that we are born into it that we live in it and that we love from it God take us deeper into your mystery we want beyond what we name let us receive this good news, this great mystery, this great joy again, even today. Amen. The choir is going to sing again as we continue reflecting on this beautiful truth. How it impacts us, even tomorrow. And then will lead us again as we always do in a time of response.
3: King of Kings, Emmanuel, Light of the world, God with us, Christ in us. Lord, in this season we are again in awe of your love, of your holiness. Guide our hearts to be about the work of Christmas, to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry to rebuild the nations and to bring peace among brothers. Lord, thank you for the gift of Jesus. May we follow your heart and be faithful now in our giving, in our use of time and talents, in continuing the work of Christmas. Take all that we bring to your altar, bless our gifts and use them for your glory and honor. In the holy and wonderful and precious name of Jesus, I pray, amen.
4: To extend our heartfelt thanks and gratitude to the intergenerational choir for leading us in such a beautiful service of music today. So, to our singers, our instrumentalists, our staff, our leaders, thank you. Our choir, as you can see, ranges from middle school students all the way up to senior adults and lots of different folks in between. And we just so appreciate that you would share your gifts with us as we journey together toward Christmas. And I hope that you will find one or two or 10 of them after the service and thank them for sharing with us today. In reality, you've done much more than just share music with us. Music has this ability to take us to a place To a memory, an experience, a relationship, and it also has the ability to connect our souls with God in such a deep way. So thank you for the many places that you have taken us this morning. You have lifted our hearts, nurtured our souls, inspired our imaginations, and encouraged our voices to sing to God this morning. If this service has you in the mood to keep singing, we want to remind you that we will be Christmas caroling with our neighbors at the villages this Wednesday night. We will meet in the Welcome Center at 6 p.m. and then carpool together. We hope you will join us for that. Also, if you would like a picture with you and your friends or family by one of our Christmas trees today, you can meet at these trees or the trees in the Welcome Center and someone will be there to use your camera phone or whatever you have to take a picture. And now the Intergenerational Choir will lead us in one more piece that will serve as our benediction today. So we hope you enjoy A King is Born.
6: King is born this day in Bethlehem, hallelujah. No crown is worn, but angels worship him, hallelujah. Almighty God, so meek, so mild, salvation comes through this holy child. See in the manger now, humbly come and humbly bow, reaching out a tiny hand, he's born this day in Bethlehem. And humbly bow, reaching out a tiny hand is born this day in Bethlehem.